Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Great Gundam Project episode something or other. Uh, I'm Jackson. I'm joined by M as usual. It's Gundam time. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they call me off guard. I guess they do say that. Welcome. Hey, M. What Pokemon is it? I'm sounding a little different today. I don't know. It's, maybe I'm sick. Uh, I lied. It's still our week off. I tricked everyone. Uh, this is M's not here because uh, this is something I've done um, for my own my own fun, I guess. Uh, but what happened was, uh, well, I guess we should probably introduce yourself first before we get into what this podcast is. Let's introduce yourself. Yeah, hey, I'm Luke. You probably know me as Space Drake some places, but I just go by Luke now everywhere. Uh, I hang out in the Discord. What's up? Yeah, welcome. If you're not in the Discord, uh, then sorry uh, if there's some context missing here. Uh, <laughs> but um, I guess no better time than now to explain what's going on, uh, which is this isn't a GGP at all. I was lying. This is a beach house. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll have to edit a different version and put that up later on the beach house feed. Uh, because, so, a few weeks ago, I uh, was like, I'm really curious. This Fakuda guy, I hate him so much. Mm. Um, enemy and yeah my, my, he's my enemy he's my nemesis I hate him um, and so I was like I should watch his other stuff just to see if it's all, all that bad uh, and then watched an episode of Cross Ange and then a day later I had watched all of Cross Ange Like, so often happens yeah i was like i have to go find someone to do a podcast about cross edge and that's what this is this is the fucking cross edge podcast welcome yeah, yeah let's go uh, that makes me your officially recognized cross edge sicko that's right <laughs> uh 
Uh, welcome, welcome, Luke. You've been one of the regular uh, cross posters in the Discord. <laughs> uh, there's a few, there's a few, few people in the Discord that have been cross posters. I guess is it Ange or Ange? I don't know how people are pronouncing it. I've been saying Ange. Ange. I don't know. Um, and um, uh, I was always like, how the fuck does the next Fakuda show uh, have this? Ma-? People in the Discord are like, oh, it's good actually. Always, oh, always mm-hmm. actually good. Oh, um, and I'm like. It's not moron saying this. It's not like, oh, I'm going on Twitter <laughs> and finding random people defending this 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 show. People that I know mm. and talk to regularly are like, oh, cross there's stuff there. So I was like, surely, surely that can't, surely there's no way. Um, when, well, we'll, uh, we'll have to just get into it and see. Uh, this is the problem. Yeah. One of the things I will say at the top here is that one of the rude things about doing the surprise drop is that the people who have watched cross <laughs> uh, will be losing their minds and having a great time at this reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, People who haven't, uh, sorry, you should probably go watch 25 episodes of Cross Ange yeah. before you listen to this. Uh, I've been seeing some people on the fence recently. I was like, should I say? Is it rude to like, because then they could prepare. They could prepare. It's themselves. been so funny seeing several people talking about like, hmm, maybe I should watch this now. Yeah, it's come up recently. Yeah. Just cackling in the background. Yes. Uh, and uh, no, so so feel free to drop this for a while come back it'll the podcast will be here everyone in the discord mm-hmm. will be talking uh in full uh spoiler tags and network chat just because of how sudden this is uh yeah. usually usually when a new podcast chat uh, drops people are a little more open but in this case because of how rude it is to drop without any warning to watch the anime <laughs> um we will all be nice uh but yeah uh luke thank you so much for joining me we don't have like a structure for this we're just going to talk about cross Ange, which uh i watched yeah. all of you watched it in, in a few months ago right yeah yeah i watched it in about three days during Ange autumn when during the, autumn, it was the yes. last time a bunch of people were uh watching it and i i don't know i got curious uh and it it grabbed me it really grabbed me it does some weird stuff and i really like weird stuff <laughs> yes, yeah, so bri- I will try my best to summarize mm. the plot of Cross Ange, and this will shock you if you're just listening to this. Like, oh, I've been listening to them podcast about Seed for many weeks, and all they do mm-hmm. is complain about how nothing happens. <laughs> so much fucking happens in this show. <laughs> it's just beyond reason. Like, Ange herself has like three entire character arcs over the course of it you know it's, it's crazy just, she, so much happens in one episode in 20 minutes is just massive changes i, I like i was I, I watched like five-ish episodes just to like remind myself mm-hmm. um and uh like of the five i picked the like huge major game changing one in the middle where like the entire th- like central structure changes like was not even one of those because so much happens in this show yeah it's just astonishing uh i made like a list uh of things entirely contained within cross edge mm-hmm. uh which was like female prisoner scorpion 701 um mm-hmm. near automata yeah uh madoka uh, end of Evangelion that just happens in the middle of Cross Ange it's just in there it's just in there yeah, just, don't worry a, about it. just a one twenty minute episode that happens uh, turn A yeah uh, obviously everything in Gundam Seed mm-hmm. uh, all of it all like Isekai in general <laughs> shot weapons there shot weapons there yeah uh, every hentai ever made yeah god <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy 5 and then 8 question marks I wrote down it. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then also it's a Dragon Ball situation there's a, there's a fucking Shenlong in this, in this mm-hmm. show 
Um, and it's 26 episodes long. So I'll yeah. briefly do my best to summarize. Uh, yeah, good luck. But this will be very broad level stuff. So uh, Ange lives in the world, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. In like a fantasy. In the Empire. Yes, in, in the, the, the Empire again. Sorry, I... Miss Rugi, there it is. Yes, yeah, I have that. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she is the uh, princess of this em- empire, uh, and the empire rules in a world with mana. Uh, and mana is this like dividing line of like using. Ma- if you can use ma- use mana, you can like use magic in everyday life. Uh, and this magic uh, expresses itself in like you can levitate things, you can use electricity uh, because the electricity is all running on mana. It's just like the form of the both technological uh and just day-to-day w- use of being a person in the world you're using mana uh to do everything um and if you yep. don't have mana then you're a norma <laughs> uh, a norma yeah Ugh. uh and the norma are shipped off to like prison because they're not they're they're, mm-hmm. they're disgusting and they aren't yep. they basically aren't human um and uh she is exposed as secretly being norma this whole time she didn't even realize that people had been hiding from her that she could never use any mana uh mm-hmm. and yeah normally like normas are discovered like relatively young as yeah. like quite young children so this is definitely out of the ordinary and also oh normas are only women by the way normas are always also, only yeah. women uh, yeah also uh and so she is shipped off to uh this like prison colony um where uh, the Norma are raised to use mechs to fight the dragons because the secret of this world uh, is that the Norma protect everyone from dragons. Uh, the dragons are dragons and capitals. That is a stupid Fukuda acronym. Do you have it, <laughs> you have it down here? Because I, I forgot what it was. I don't have it. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. That's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, I'll get it in a second after we've done the summary. And please know that's a stupid Fukuda acronym. Yes. Uh, and... Uh, goes on some adventures with, with the people there uh uh Anne starts out and she's like the new new person and she's getting people killed by her inexperience and then comes around and then eventually becomes a super sick cool one uh but by being the super sick cool one incurs the jealousy of multiple other people there uh and so the the that's the bulk of the first half of the series is the various relationships there and how they change that's uh, the bulk of like the first quarter of the series <laughs> yeah uh and then it's introduced that like there's a plot going on of the various um, Norma who live there uh, called Libertus, which is the like revolution they are going to uh, mm-hmm. going to uh, rise up in and fight back against mm-hmm. the uh, various countries that oppress uh, the Norma in this society. Uh, because while they're killing all the dragons, they're actually secretly biding their time uh, to get revenge for being like forced to live a slave driver, which, you know, fair enough. Um, yeah, good. I'm on board. <laughs> Uh, it is eventually revealed that the dragons are people. The One of the people ah. on their team is a dragon. I know, the dragons are people. And you're like, wow, that's the whole twist. No, 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 that's only the start. <laughs> uh, the, the dragons are people and they're coming from a parallel world, uh, mm-hmm. which is, it turns out, our future after many world wars. Um, society- world War Seven, I believe, was world the War last seven, one. Yeah, society has been completely wiped out over and over again uh mm-hmm. and the men in that society have all transformed into dragons yep. um and the like women are all, like they're all they're all kind of genetically modified and become dragons to avoid the radiation uh and they open portals to come to earth uh trying to like eventually get back to their real home um because the, when the world was there's like mystery about what happened when the world was split and uh, mm-hmm. Because uh, the the mana world was like 
the remade world meant to be perfect and the dragon world is the remnants of the old world um and Ange goes between the Libertus, like the Norman people in the in the in the Mana world, uh, and the dragon people fighting their war in their world, because uh, they both have the same enemy, who is a guy named Embryo, uh, which is the like scientist that developed the technology to be able to create the new world and has become a god. Uh yeah. and so both of these uh revolutions have their same villain, and the back half of the series is about trying to make everyone realize that rather than killing each other. Yeah. Um and then uh, they do successfully kill him, and technically the day is Marks. saved. They got him. Uh, but uh, no, everyone who died is still dead. So like the mana world is fucked, and she's like, "Fuck him! Mm-hmm. Everyone in that world can get fucked forever." Mm-hmm, uh, I'm mm-hmm. going off to the it's other the world. <laughs> I'm going off to the other world to start a cafe. Um, it's incredible, <laughs> uh, and that's how it ends. Now, 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 if you've watched Cross Hands, you'll be like, "Hmm, you left out. <laughs> you left out a key part everyone of the plot." Everyone is screaming right now. <laughs> uh, and I did. I did leave out a key part of the plot, but that, that'll have to do for the summary. Now we can just kind of talk about Cross Island. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't. Oh, so God. I've, I've been talking uh, too much because I've been summarizing that. What about mm-hmm. you? How did you enjoy Cross Island when you watched it last, last autumn? I really, um, I mean, I, I like this show a lot. Um, I have probably should preface that there are definitely content warnings worth knowing about. Um <laughs> uh for some sexual assault and nudity throughout but um i did really really enjoy this because it's despite its weird rapping it is astonishingly normal mostly um like there's just a bunch of cool characters that you like that you kind of want to hang out with you it's really fun to watch their relationships change and develop um like they're all like they're kind of archetypal i guess but they're just like they're really shockingly well executed uh which is really strange to say about a fukuda show uh yes and that's like part of why it's so fascinating to me and to be clear fukuda uh, didn't direct the show he was the creative producer but uh having mm-hmm. looked at behind the scenes stuff uh, he fucking directed the show there are like plot points <laughs> that he's tweeting that he at the time was tweeting out about how he overruled the director uh mm-hmm. on changing a certain character's fate and you know what uh-huh. he should not have got his way on that one he fucking ruined no, he the show not have. but we'll get to that in a bit yeah um yeah the early part um is kind of like a prologue and i i think i i notice a lot of people tend to bounce off of it mm-hmm. uh like the first three episodes i would say yeah, um the, the, which i totally get and it's kind of a real shame i feel like because like episode four is one of my favorites um it's like you just suddenly get you get like onged in full like fuck you mode like i i'm just gonna win all this money um because they get money by, um, um, like killing dragons and in this, like this prison that they're in. Uh, and like, it's just this weird, like hyper capitalist competition that they're forced into. And it basically makes everyone just into the meanest, just like constantly undercutting each other, um, like developing the nastiest relationships with one another in a way I think is really fun. Um, (laughs) um yes yeah i i love that stuff um Mm -hmm. uh yeah it starts out and like 
immediately is like a woman in prison exploitation genre. Uh, like it starts yep. out in the first episode has like uh, some extreme sexual assault in it. Oh uh, God, it does. The end of the first episode um, is like uh, Ange being uh, like raped by one of the guards. Uh, yep. But like th- th- this is um, honestly one of the more uh, it is the one of the most contextualized uh, bits of assault because there's there's a lot of like sexual assault in the series, uh, mm-hmm. often for like thematic reasons because we're trying to do a critique of pa- the patriarchy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and other times it's just for fun. And being the staff like on this team, they are not really good at separating those two. In fact, I think they're fucking terrible <laughs> at it. Uh, mm-hmm, but I think mm-hmm. at the it's start, rough. Uh, I think initially the assault is contextualized as like classic women in prison stuff. Of like these are women brought to this prison, um, forced into like enacting cruelty on each other as like their way of survival mm-hmm. um and i think in that context like this early stuff even though it is the most lurid the show gets is like the most understandable of the the quote-unquote yeah. fan service uh as opposed <laughs> to like a few episodes later they're, they're like doing a race where they have to like keep eggs between their tits as they're bouncing along and I'm like why why what that's that's not like yeah I, uh, like nope. that's like completely outside the bounds of the the genre that they're like the exploitation genre that they're playing in and just mm-hmm. become fucking ludicrous anime fan service for no reason um, i yeah like at a certain point it all just kind of slides over me like it's just is so constant that it becomes background noise which I, you know, I don't know if that's good, but well, like <laughs> the pro- I think one of the problems is that like the show is often really well written, um, in a way that I think often works against its intentions, <laughs> um, because I hate it when the show is well written. <laughs> no, no, but like a, a really stupid thing will happen. Like she falls on Tusk's dick, by the way, who's one of the only mm-hmm. two guy characters in the show, um, and she falls on oh, his dick briefly, uh, and his, his dick's in her mouth. Uh, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, thanks. What a waste yep. of everyone's time. I guess that's fan service to you, whatever. But then there's like multiple conversations after the fact about like the fact that that happened and was kind of weird and unpleasant. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. continuing to reference it like it's a real thing that would happen between humans makes it <laughs> a million times weirder than, <laughs> than if it was just like a throwaway gag and you never mentioned it again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and uh, everything to do with Tusk is the worst thing about the series to the point of actually killing all of its potential to ever have been good at all uh, I will betray you Fakuda gets his way Fakuda's trick Tusk is Fakuda's trick uh, well that's the thing with Tusk that's the really weird thing maybe it's just because I like Ange so much as a character but I do find that their relationship kind of works for me I think it um, works kind of in the second half uh, before he dies and survives somehow Because yeah you know, like he- they have weird chemistry that is like I don't know. It's just like I, I like I, I sit there. I'm really mad at it that like in what should be the ultimate Yuri Mecha show, this guy just shows up and ruins it. But I can't be too mad because it's just it's like it's it's it could be so much worse. It could be so much worse. It could be worse. But, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I still I still I'm I'm, I'm so mad about the last few episodes of the show. I oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so because uh, like for me my reaction to this was like it starts out well and i i really like of like okay so uh, anja's kind of a carer uh in that uh she is immediately brought to the situation mm-hmm. has no experience but is immediately better than everyone has the best mech uh and the mech can simply win everything um yeah but here it's like and she's the only one who can use she's that the only one that can use that right. cool yes uh 
Uh, but here, that's like a plot point, right? It's about the other characters' friction with that. They wanted mm-hmm. to use the mech, and now they feel inadequate, and, and now this creates yeah. tension. Salia's whole character arc yes. is about exactly this. Like she's, she was supposed it was supposed to be hers, and it got taken by the the special girl, and she's just like, it is so like ruinous to her that this entire thing that she has defined herself around just gets taken away uh because this girl is so cool and badass uh and it makes for like a really interesting arc for her (laughs) Uh, yeah i think this stuff is when the the shows at its best is when these like these women are um going between their like the fact that they're all broken by the fact they all have to come become child soldiers and start like assaulting each other and being assaulted to survive Mm -hmm. um uh and then they're like the ways in which their uh jealousy and resentment toward their situation to each other like plays out throughout the series i think that's that's mostly really good uh that's definitely the stuff i was most invested in uh for sure which is like my the reason that they like tusk is like the one guy because he's like the descendants of the predecessors i think yeah i think that's the right precursors i forget which one they're which one they're called uh Uh, who are the like so the the norma are the people born in this world without mana to be um Mm -hmm. uh to fight the dragons uh and the predecessors are the people from the old world who's stuck around here uh yeah and the people who can use mana are the new people reborn on the new world is is the way it's worked out and and tusk is the last survivor of the predecessors who are like the people who were aligned with the norma in libertas which is their revolution plot uh and tusk Mm -hmm. survives um and yeah there's a whole like there's a, a kind of a pre previous like attempt yes. that happened like 15 years i don't remember exactly when but um jill who is like the the commander now was like, basically in Anja's position uh, in that previous attempt and they failed and like a, a lot of people died and they're all like not happy about it uh, um and it 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 is some very interesting context for all, all the events happening in the show now yes uh and but then like the, the my defining thing of watching cross was like every three episodes of the show genuinely radically reinvents itself yes <laughs> like, absolutely the entire context for everything that's happening changes so quickly it's genuinely disturbing <laughs> <laughs> so like you have the first the first three episodes form an arc and that's her coming to the island and her uh like working through being here and then you have the next arc which is like her and hilda uh and like she's tr- the other members uh of the the norma are trying to kill her uh but she's too cool and then can't be mm-hmm. murdered and they have to like <laughs> work through that to learn to work together and then the the maid shows up and she's like i'm your maid yeah. uh i'm the only one who still believes in you uh and she like do you know that in the episode where she shows up she has a frying pan with her i, d- I do i did notice that <laughs> uh, oh. but then they immediately escape from the island and it becomes about going back to uh the world yeah. to um like see their own family and see why they've been rejected and she like goes back to the, the uh royal family and they're like her uh like sister who's just anonymously she's like she's she's in um she's disabled what if anonymously was racist these are the important questions we have to ask uh it's specific like she's anonymously like, oh thank you for coming back to save me and then she pulls out a knife and tries to stab her and i'm yes. like fuck yes <laughs> oh, <I love cinema." laughs> it's so good when you That's reveal like, weirdly one of the best things about this show is how uncompromising it is yes. about like you cannot like just solve 
like racism, basically. Uh, I, I mean, being a Norma is pretty clearly like a, a metaphor for being queer somehow, I guess. Um, but um, it kind of it they act like it's racism, I guess. So that's why I'm using. I mean, that. It's, it's, uh, he's, he's doing coordinators again. He's doing he's doing the same thing again. It's the same thing again. <laughs> Uh, it's much it's, it's much better here uh, because yeah, yeah, for sure. First of all, they define what the di- actual difference is. I'm not like confused as to like, wait, what does a coordinator mm-hmm. even even mean? Yeah. Uh, second of all, like less eugenics involved this time. Yeah. Second of all, like the, I know the guy who invented the eugenics, and he is an evil man who must be killed. Um, yes, much clearer. Yeah, he sucks about, real like, bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything's very clear about that. <laughs> um, so that stuff is like. <laughs> It's not like a good metaphor about actual racism, but it is way better for like a show and like a trashy anime you're watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and this yeah. is like the fantastic scene with uh, uh, Hilda's family. Uh, and oh my she, god! Oh, heartbreaking. She's, she's had a new kid uh, that's just replaced her entirely, and like that—that's great. Uh, yeah, and then they just return. Brutal. Then they return to um, uh, back to like uh, Arsenal, which is their base, and then maybe the craziest four episodes in a row of anime that I've ever seen happen <laughs> where you get, I have to, I have to watch the, uh, the order. So yes, they, the hometown of betrayal is episode nine. And then mm-hmm. by episode 14, they're in near, near Onomata. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. uh, uh, so episode 10 is goodbye from the guys. So they're already they're, That one's them running away from the, yeah. So episode 11, they get back to, to Arsenal. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's the one where a dragon swarms uh, attacks and you finally see like the vision of the other princess and the other paramail. Yeah, that's where we first meet Salamandine, right? Yep. Then the next episode, immediate next episode, is the reveal of the dragons of people. Yep. Uh, and then the next episode... And Vivian is one of them also, <laughs> yes, one of <laughs> our people that <laughs> we've been hanging out with. I love Vivian, by the way, she rules. She rules, yeah, and Vivian's one of them. And the next episode is End of Evangelion happens as like... the. <laughs> Not JSDF, but it's the equivalent. The you know, the the uh, her empire's forces with their guns mm-hmm. descend on the base and start killing all the um the normals. Yeah, just destroy it. Yeah, and and, uh, and also during that, the like evil blonde guy that has been the villain that is uh, Anja's brother just gets kind of chumped out just randomly yeah like, he gets this guy owned. is not the, not not an issue just means nothing there is a much eviler blonde guy here <laughs> yeah and then when that episode ends uh they are transported uh to what they think is seven thousand years in the future or something uh into mm-hmm. like a near automata world where there's no people uh yep. and the the back-to-back of those three episodes yeah uh had me like off the wall i was like this is this is what anime means. This is like, <laughs> it do- let me tell you. By the end of the series, it doesn't cohere thematically into something you really give a shit about. Uh, but the 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 moment to moment rides is mm. Code Geass level of crazy shit popping off every twenty two minutes. Even it's more wild. so, honestly. Like there's yes. never a slow moment. It's, yes, this. it's like if the uh, Code Geass, the big thing that happened in season one, happened every three episodes. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it just has an energy. Yeah, yeah, it's tremendous. Um. Uh. I, I, yeah. So I I really liked all of that. Uh. And I was like waiting for it to like settle on on what it was about. Uh, eventually, it kind of becomes about like I have to convince both sides of this war to actually agree with me and fight in my third faction again. Gundam Seed Destiny. Uh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh Same thing. This, this is the exact same thing. Uh. It's but a little not evil and terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot better here. Um, there's stuff where I'm still a little like, 
I think Jill might just be right about everything, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Because uh, Jill is the uh, leader of the, um, uh, like, the Arsenal base who is the one who has been doing this Libertas plan for many, many years uh, mm-hmm. and wants to take revenge. Um, and her thing is, like, she's, like, too fucked up and evil about it and won't do the, like, nice revolution. But then when... When Ange does it, she's also fucked up on evil about it. So I feel like she has no mm-hmm. leg to stand on here. Uh, I yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. Because sometimes they will act like they're doing the like normal, good liberal anime thing about how like I won't give in to hatred. But then like Ange goes and murders a bunch of people and leaves them all to die. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. She just like takes all of the the mana users and is just gets rid of them. They're just gone. They're making a new world for Normas. She's like, they will have to fend for themselves now in their, like, mm-hmm. Last of Us wasteland. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, but didn't you say, like, didn't you just go off to Jill to say that, like, the hatred was too bad? And, like, to be clear, I was fine when Jill did it, but why is it better when you... See, it's a classic, like, Fukuda problems of it's fine mm-hmm. when the protagonist does it type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I like the characters a lot more. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, but... Yeah, so I was, I was just, I was watching. And I was like, we've, we've barely scratched the surface of the amount of shit in the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to call out one of my, probably my favorite subplot, uh, mm-hmm. which is Chris and Rosalie. Yes. Um, just I like they're tertiary characters. They're just kind of around, but they have this really solid arc over the course of like, like starting out from being in this like really exploitative. Um, basically being in Zola and then Hilda's harem. Yes. Um, um, like clearly being controlled and uh, basically they have to figure out how to actually care about one another and be girlfriends in like a normal, healthy way. Um, not that you can't have, you know, normal, healthy poly relationships, but that was absolutely not one of them. No, um, no, like, cause they will start out and they're like, you know, they're basically being forced without their consent to be in the harem of this one girl that uh yeah. um that's like the leader before Aunt shows up and kills her. Mm-hmm. Um and there's like her strange reaction of like they're mad that she's killed uh their leader, but also she was also abusive. Uh because yeah. that's yeah. You know, this is all the like um prison stuff at the start. Uh and I really liked Chris and Rosalie being able to like figure out uh, an equilibrium there. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it was it was good stuff. Um like uh anyway we have to actually talk about tusk now (laughs) (laughs) we've been avoiding it (laughs) yeah we've been avoiding talking about tusk who is just like the the rotten core at the the start of the series in like the the center and i'm like i hate him Mm -hmm. so fucking much um i didn't even hate him the whole time Uh, i only hated him after episode 23 Uh, (laughs) but at the start he's like the like main guy uh in you know, he, like I said, he's the, the uh, precursor's uh, descendant. He's the only, like, man that hangs around Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the one guy in the, like, girl hangout show. Yeah. Which is never a character you want to like. But he's also literally Kira. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. he's he's just got Kira's Yeah, design. like, he shows up and I was just like, why Why is Kira here? What's why happening? I thought here? this was the Yuri Mech show. Why is Kira here? Uh, every uh, single- he's absolutely, he's like, he's, you know, Kira's originally supposed to be just, like, the nice boy. Uh, and he's like this is doing exactly that character again yes Except a little better executed this time yeah. um the writings is better in the show generally <laughs> yeah yeah for sure uh but like his entire thing is like every single time 
uh, the him and Anja next to each other, he will immediately fall on her pussy. Like they'll mm-hmm. do the, mm-hmm. the the regular anime like full on tits fan service thing, but he's falling on a pussy instead. I'm like, that doesn't work anatomically. Like the, it's just absolutely next level. Like they turn everything up. Like it's it's pretty almost funny to me how ludicrous it is. It's, I mean, it's funny because it's like. First of all, none of this is sexy. Like, n- none of mm-hmm. this is sexy. I mean, no, this, this not is not all. a sexy show generally. Like, I, all the fans <laughs> of it is fucking terrible. Uh, the only t- like, so the only times I think it's effectively communicating what it's meant to communicate is the early stuff where it's, like, about uh, lurid, you know, women in prison yeah. abusing each other uh, and yeah. also finding each other uh, to, like, uh, survive this exploitative system. Uh, that yeah. stuff, I'm like, there's a, there's a genre there, there's a context there uh, that is not present when Tusk keeps falling in and his pussy every five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he's like cosmically a harem protagonist. It's yeah. it's wild. And this is what the thing I was talking about with the the writing being too good comes up because they're like other characters will then continue to discuss how he keeps falling on her pussy and how like that's really rude and you should care. About. I'm like they keep discussing it like it's like a thing to be considered emotionally and is he selfish and what's uh, on just boundaries and I'm like. It's only happening because the fucking people making the show made this happen. Like, it, mm-hmm. it defies logic that you would be in-universe recognizing it like a thing that humans do. But apparently, <laughs> we're all going to consider the moral ramifications of Tusk falling on Arja's pussy every five minutes. And of course, like, she gets bitten by snake venom that he has to suck out. And where does she mm-hmm. get bit? Oh, of course, right up a hey, thigh. He was tied up. Listen, this is one of the episodes I watch. Uh, <laughs> he was tied up by her because she was like, stop falling on my crotch, you creep. Um, and then he stayed tied up until she got bitten and fell like right next to him. He could have gotten out at any point there because <laughs> he just kind of untied himself. and was like, I guess I got to save her now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ludicrous. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And so like. The, the the turn that happens is towards the end of the series, like, you're like, what is this about? Because um, it starts out and it's about, like, okay, this arbitrary genetic difference is used to structure the society in a way uh, that, like, is utilized by state power to both oppress people and also create, like, a an army that you can control. Uh, mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I see what you're doing there. But then they introduce the other world, and that world's being oppressed in a whole different way by the dragon situation. Mm-hmm. And it's about like, okay, uh, sometimes like you don't understand the full size of the conflict because there's people pulling the strings and you have to deal with that. Um, and then you get to Embryo and like, what, like, what is it? Like what? So many anime have, like I said, already fully happened within this show. Uh, yeah. There's an entire turn A dark history that happened, by the way, in the middle. <laughs> we haven't even fucking mentioned that. Uh, there's a whole dark history situation. Um, doesn't matter. Whatever. That, that does happen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it does. And I'm like, which one is the real what's which one is the real thing and then fakuda steps up he steps up to the plate and he tells me what is the core of human existence it's cucking it's cucking mm-hmm. of course it, it, is. Is. it is it just is <laughs> and so the entire they show win by cucking the toxic masculine guy yeah. with the, the positive show... <laughs> masculinity nice boy <laughs> the entire show becomes about uh embryo being like Anj, you're super special you're a super special girl and i'm gonna remake the world again uh and you're gonna be my like wife forever uh and he has like super like hypnotism powers like all women come under his sway and he like uh mm-hmm. is abusively manipulating all their weaknesses to, to be He's, like loyal forcing to him. them into specific uh like types of woman so yes. like ursha is the mother and he's like uh, you you got to take care of these children. It's your job 
to be the mother character and like you know chris is the friend like that yes. sort of thing uh, and so he's like really specifically meant to be like embryo is specifically this like super manipulative uh form of like patriarchal control uh that will like lie to women that he can save them um yeah and they're like okay you're doing something there i don't really think the people who made gunham seed are allowed to say that but sure whatever <laughs> um uh go nuts i guess uh but then like tusk sacrifices himself uh blood and when i say sacrifice himself what i mean to say is tusk shows up with a suicide vest and blows up the main villain and the building he's standing on he explodes uh, and like he already knows at this point that um, the main villain just won't kill like yeah he won't kill, kill him he could just reappear anywhere with a new body it doesn't matter so but he like blows himself to i guess buy on some time to get away I guess. Yeah. Momoka like, the maid also like falls off and dies too. <laughs> yes, they both, the, the, the maid and him both die in a big sacrifice to like let mm-hmm. Ange escape so that Libertas can really happen. Um, yeah. And it's a totally well done sacrifice. It, uh, it's like legitimately really solid. Like the episode after where it's just Ange like hanging out. Well, not hanging out. She's not having a good time. Uh, yeah, but like, like alone, remembering right? Tusk, yes. remembering the relationship that they built with one another, like remembering the lessons that she learned from him. And like, it's like they put like a lot of time into it. And it is like, I guess it's emotional. Like it got me. Yeah, uh, totally and, functional stuff. Uh, and then yeah. at the end of the episode, he reveals uh, that he was fine. Uh, he never died. Uh, he he when, showed up. When he, you he saw him back. blow up, he was just fine. And yeah. They just say put, in the end of the episode, in the like next time on, they're just like, "Yeah, I put on fire resistant vest. What's the problem? You blew up. You, blew you up, suicide bomb. <laughs> you suicide bomb." This became, like, "Yeah, I had a frying pan under my shirt when I got shot and fell this, off a cliff." Like, what? What? This, this what? became such a controversy that uh, Fakuda had to close his account on Twitter when people started yelling at him. About it. <laughs> uh, this was the thing that he. I would also out. yell at Fakuda on Twitter for this. Yes, because people were yelling at him like. Uh, this is fucking bullshit. Uh, mm-hmm. I got the tweets. Um, uh, so how did, uh, how did Tusk and Momoka survive? Of course, during the scenario meeting, we came up with multiple ideas, but ultimately, uh, if we write it, it wouldn't be interesting at all, so we just put it all in the episode preview. Tusk used the body <laughs> replacement technique and an anti-explosive cloak. Uh, Momoka used a frying plan and Mana to slow her fall. Tusk knew where Anja's <sighs> destination was, so he rendezvoused with Mana Momoka, who was stuck in a tree, and they came back to the island on a fishing boat at the end. The director said, oh, Eh, is this really okay? And disappointed this idea. Uh, but Higuchi san, the producers, and I agreed on this development, which, again, I am skeptical that the director was the only person to say no on this fact. I don't mm-hmm. believe this framing because it's so mm-hmm. monumentally a bad idea to everything this story is doing. I think he might have talked some people into it. I'm saying, I think he might have said, Hey, do you know who I fucking am? Uh, <laughs> And then the series becomes about, like, they immediately fuck, uh, and it's like, mm-hmm. you were going to, like, make this woman your, like, you know, rapey wife in your evil scheme of patriarchy, but she's already had my dick, so fuck you, ha I, I fucked her first, my dick's bigger than yours, ah, I'm like, Fukuda, this show was, <laughs> this show was about, it was literally about, like, the ways in which these women get, like, into a system that forces them to abuse each other, and then man that, like, arranges the positions that they need to be in uh to continue in a conflict where they should be like finding solidarity uh, mm-hmm. and the solution is that a fucking dude comes in and, and cucks him i was like yeah. yep. this is the most i should never i should never this was a this is i've been trust. so owned <laughs> i i was liking the show i was like yeah this show is actually pretty good i can't believe the show is good and then 
out of nowhere, like a car coming in, these final four episodes mm-hmm. all being about... The he's, final fight against Embryo, when they've gone to his like pocket dimension, he's literally screaming about like, she felt every part of me. I went to her deepest parts of her. And I'm like, oh my God. First of all, that isn't even true because she lost her virginity at the start of the season when she was like raped in the prison, which is also like a fucked up thing to say. That's like a messed up sentence. But like mm-hmm. at the start, it was like a, you know, normal... Uh, very standard exploitation thing is like she is using her losing her sexual innocence in this like exploitation prison movie a thing that yeah. happens a lot that is a regular scene but it's entirely forgotten to actually like no actually that doesn't count because i i fucked her first mm-hmm, and i'm like mm-hmm. i have a nice boy i thought the whole the entire metaphor of the genre is like entering to the fucking like abuse prison is losing the innocence of like girlhood that's what the <laughs> genre is you were playing yeah. with that genre and you just forgot to do the Kira thing again. And I'm so mad. I hate you so much, Fakuda. You're my mm-hmm. biggest enemy. The part where I came away from this show mostly enjoying the episodes I've watched and then hating Fakuda 15,000 times more <laughs> is so funny to me. It's astonishing. Oh, Fakuda's trick. Fakuda's trick. Oh, man. <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, that's the task stuff. And I was like, man, because like, ultimately that's the, really the only thing that um, ends up mattering in the, uh, <laughs> in the end yeah. of the show yeah. is this like, I'm going to be better than Embryo. Like, this ha- is the reason that they are able to win is because <laughs> Embryo got cucked. <laughs> it doesn't show like <sighs> a way out or like, it's not like all Embryo represents like this like patriarchy uh, that controls these women and here's the things they have to do to escape that it gives no answers to its thematic questions uh, it doesn't like yep. resolve in a way that a story would like where like things mean anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I just felt like I had been dicked around for 24 weeks uh, and yep. it pivoted hard yeah, can you speak. imagine watching this weekly <laughs> My understanding is, I have a friend who watched this weekly and he was part of the discourse and it exploded <laughs> well, yeah i imagine most people did not watch the show through to the end because like this is not a popular show uh mm-hmm. mostly because um have you seen the costumes they're wearing have you seen his mm-hmm. tusk mm-hmm. falls in her pussy every five minutes like the fans mm-hmm. service in the show is relentless and it's mostly very very bad uh, yeah it's really dumb there's that one episode where uh uh like jill and Ange finally have their heart to heart but the only way they can actually do it they say this in the show is like <laughs> You know, I, uh, I only feel like I could be truly honest if I'm naked. And so they get in the bath and have their heart to heart there. Like, c- come on, come on. You, you know what you're doing here. Yeah. And like I said, like part of the problem is because sometimes the like nakedness and sexual situations of the women is like thematically important. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when Embryo has like has her trapped in a room. And by the way, yeah. he's making her come every time he, he, he touches her because he's got magic cum powers. By the way, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't mention yeah, that. Uh-huh. But Embryo no, has magic that, cum yeah. powers. Um, yep. Uh, and he's like trying to mind break her. Uh, as stupid as that is, like her being naked there is like, okay, that's like you uh, expressing vulnerability. That's like, you're, they are simultaneously, they're, they're trying to have the cake and eat it too. They're trying to just make yeah, everything sure. like fan service all the time. And they're also trying to like. The worst case of that. <laughs> yeah. And they're also trying to like use it thematically to make a point. I'm like, I'm fine when exploitation movies make a point about the sexuality contained within them. Uh, it just requires a delicacy and an intentionality that is not there. Uh, like I said, Mitsuo Fukuda <laughs> does not have it. You don't have it, dude. You super don't have it. And you also extremely <laughs> can't end it on a monologue uh, where the guy 
where the good guy who's your self insert OC is like, I wouldn't, uh, I would never control women because women would just want to let me fuck me, fuck them anyway. <laughs> uh, do you think he was just afraid of, um, like, so the the other the alternative is there's uh, Hilda is the um, love her she's the queen um, uh, yeah number one Hilda stands I she nah, she's the best um, but she is she eventually like falls for Anj and uh, they have a really nice moment together where Anj like ac- like acknowledges and accepts her feelings but is like I can't do this um, I already have this fucking guy um, <clears throat> uh, but simply would have um, solved it. This- problems would have been solved if Tusk just blew up when he blew up if Tusk if he just, just blew uh, up you they get together and she's like oh Tusk was so nice I have such nice memories but Hilda's here for me now um beautiful great ending love it uh but I think Matsuda saw that and was like I can't have uh the solution to toxic masculinity be lesbians <laughs> I can't do that uh, yeah it's it's <laughs> I mean it wouldn't even be less I mean it, it would be lesbians because they are lesbians in the show but they are lesbians because of like the exploitation genre it's pulling from yeah uh i've i've seen this show be described as yuri uh and i'm not like super i don't think this is yuri i'm not close enough in the genre to like truly uh understand Mm -hmm. what the specificity of yuri beyond like having gay people in it (laughs) you know uh there is there is a genre specifics there uh that could mean different things to different people uh I think the show being made by the straightest people in the world and the worldview still ultimately coming down to like uh, a dude's view of women um, preempts this from being like Yuri, but maybe that's maybe yep. that still counts to some people. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm not in that space enough to know what the genre line is and whether how the word is used. Uh, so I, I won't make that critique specifically. Um, but I will say that like even in the in the version without Tusk, it's it would be like if you kept the ending basically identical except Tusk wasn't there. Uh, it would be about like the Salia stuff. It would be about how like through mm-hmm. realizing these women on, on different sides of the conflict were manipulated by this man, their teaming up to defeat him contains greater meaning. And that is still yeah. there. That's still like in the plot. It's the best part mm-hmm. of his final episodes. Uh, it's like reaching the women who were like promised status by working with Embryo. Uh, yeah. I think that stuff's really good. Um, but it is all overshadowed by the Tusk stuff. Yeah, it, it is. Whoa. Like, six months on, like, there was so much I had to be reminded about, but the, like, dominating figure in my mind is Tusk. I, like, when I think about cross he's just there. Ruining it! Ruining I'm, it for everyone! I'm naked on the ground, Embryo is showing me Tusk, and I am <laughs> suffering. Yeah, and it's a shame, because, like, the, the, the final fight should be really sick, as it's, like... I mean, a lot of it is, because I, I really like Jill versus Salia, and Jill, mm-hmm. like, because I'm really invested in Salia. Salia's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, um, yeah. Because is the one who is the most, uh, like, feels betrayed by Anne showing up and taking away what she considers to be, like, her duty uh, mm-hmm. by the, the special main character showing up and fixing everything with her main character powers. <laughs> um, and uh, so she, like, starts working with um, Embryo and has to be, like, is the one that holds on the most to his lies. Um, and I think that stuff's pretty good. Uh, and she does come with him at the end to like do the final fight, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just wish there was more central to the focus. The, uh, the one, the one good part of the Tusk stuff, and I, this isn't, this isn't a defense because it's kind <laughs> of unrelated, but the, there are some people working on the show who know. So in every scene in the last two episodes, yeah. where Tusk, 
where Tusker's like, oh, I love her so much, and I've had sex with her with my penis. Um, <laughs> which he just says. That's kind of the tenor of the dialogue at the end of the oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's what it is. Hilda's in, like, the back of her frame. She's just flipping them off. Yeah, she's flipping them off. She's going, boo! She's going, fuck off! And I'm like, fuck off, you suck! I stand her (laughs) so much. Oh, yeah. You're right, Hilda. You're so right. The one where she's in the background, like, middle fingers and they're like, her, like, Mm -hmm. tongue out, going, boo, boo, while they're trying to do their romantic moment. During the last, like, the... Not maybe not the last scene, but like they've just they finally beat uh, uh, embryo and Anj and Tusk are like riding together on their paramail, and uh, it's like ah, oh, what a what a great moment for this uh, relationship. And in the background, Hilda is just like fuck you, you <laughs> suck. It's so good. I love Hilda so tremendous. much. Oh, all time character. I love Hilda. <laughs> So at least we're like given those crumbs to laugh at uh, mm-hmm. as we're suffering through these uh, these final episodes, uh, but <laughs> God, yeah, no, I uh, it was it was very funny having like a mostly really good time, like super excited as every episode revealed something crazy. Uh, yeah, yep. like to go back to the whole turn A situation, uh, the Dragon World has like a secret history um, because the conflict has wiped out their world like seven times uh mm-hmm. and that's why the world had to be rebuilt and i'm like okay yeah i know i know inexplicably that you really love turn a um <laughs> and like part of that like part of their dark history is like then they're in the seed uniforms then they're in the cyber formula uniforms and i'm like you've oh my god you've just done the thing you've literally <laughs> done the, the thing and it's really funny uh and then like there's a whole arc where <laughs> Huh? Um, uh, Ange and the print, the dragon princess, like, mm-hmm. have to have a, like a battle to to not like murder each other uh, and try to win, like, you know, win support because mm-hmm. uh, the dragon people don't trust Ange. Uh, yeah. And instead of it being like a regular battle, they go over to like this leisure center from the old world that they keep renovating. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh god, I forgot about this. Oh, that's so good. And they like <laughs> play some baseball and they're playing Twister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ludicrous. Also, the um when the um I'm reminded because think of Angel Valdide, like their big, like super powerful special attack is them just like singing a song and it activates the Vilcus. Oh uh, yes, the, to the, do the like magic songs, yes. It's uh, it's like so good. It is like just like so weirdly like honest and emotional like this this beautiful thing it creates this powerful uh magic and it's like awesome it's so good we didn't even mention that like songs have power like that's another version Mm -hmm. of the plot point because embryo has like the dark song uh yeah and like oh man god there's so much stuff in the show there's so many things we haven't even got to because this is kind of a chaotic podcast um (laughs) but that's fine uh uh god what what else gonna be that yeah it was always gonna be that there's no world in which a cross on podcast is normal just a bonkers show. Like, so let me let's I'm gonna go take a look. I'm gonna go take a look at my anime list now. I'm gonna go take a look at the tenor uh of the cross and mm-hmm. reactions. because um, <laughs> I know I know this show is like uh mostly really hated. Uh which I really? I mean it's have you watched it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know what people think about things. Uh I always see it referred to outside of our circles as like uh into it. I see it. I say it referred to kind of in the same way Gundam Seed is, which is like, um, 
most people dismiss it as being just garbage. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I, I guess in C is more complicated. People say that about Destiny, but then say, oh, C was like, whatever. But <laughs> there is like a narrative that is relatively dominant. And so the defenders always think that they are speaking about like oh it's been dismissed it's been dismissed by the elitists mm-hmm. uh, which is often how i see like people who really like gundam seed talked about um and that carries over to this show as well uh because you know there's a lot of the similar stuff and uh similar reputations uh so and i i just find that strange because like i understand not liking both of the shows this show has a lot of bad things and i came away very mad yeah. even though i enjoyed a lot of it yeah yeah uh, entirely <laughs> not like cross watch <laughs> but I, I think engaging, with, I, it's very different, right? I think you can still engage with it as a text. I think there's like a lot mm-hmm. of s- simplified feelings um, when I see these shows discussed. It's like, like that also gets me frustrated when I see like Gun of Sea discussed when people are like, oh, people just dismissing it because they're just like, you see this. And I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking watching it. I'm watching it <laughs> and I'm hating it on its own merits week to week. I am not dismissing <laughs> it. Uh, and certainly, like, I'm not dismissing Cross Ange and I liked a lot of it, right? Like, uh, yeah. I just feel like fandom will tend to like narrativize more broadly about things. So I'm like, I'm, my opinion can shift from project to project. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, I, I watch the episode. I'll tell you how I feel. <laughs> um, I'm taking, uh, okay. Well, the, the top three reviews on uh, my anime list are all recommended. So maybe it's not as uh, okay, disliked okay. as I thought. It's got fans. Uh, there are other sickos out there. Cross hand is a big damn spectacle. with One of the best female leads in any anime. I don't, I wouldn't say that. I like Ange. I like Ange. She's fine. Ange, but, yeah, Ange is cool. Uh, I would say watch more anime that isn't like mecha shows for boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of reviews from people who dropped it. This one dropped at episode 22, right before Tusk came back. <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> what a genius. <laughs> this guy thinks Cross Ange is the best show ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of talk about the CG Max, right? The CG Max no, are just... Max um, oh, yeah. okay. Here's the other thing. Here's another thing, which is very important to say. And mm-hmm. it, it, So, Nier Automata yeah. is a beloved video game. Yeah. And it's a video game that everyone thinks is really smart. And I'm putting <laughs> Yoko Taro on notice because when they were starting development for that game, uh, a little anime called Cross Arms was airing on TV at the exact same time. <laughs> and I'm telling you... Oh, God, I did not make this connection. One. <laughs> the, the open, like the, the the shot, the opening shot of Nero Tomato where they're coming in on their mechs, the change form between girl out and mech form, uh, yeah, yep. is the same. And they're coming over the water, That's and I'm true. like, hang That's on, so true. The, the, God, the 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 the, 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 uh, the Arsenal base is similar to the Moon base. Like it's not one to one exactly, but there are enough direct similarities that I'm like, mm-hmm. Yokotaro adored the show. I'm in he my, probably, no, he probably did. It's very, very his energy. <laughs> in my soul, I know this to be true. <laughs> it's, and, and like that's before they even go to the future world where it's all like, uh, you know, um, overgrown cities, literally like they're in a mother. That happens later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the mecha stuff and the way the the girls are basically just like the androids. That's all yeah. right there from the start of the show. Uh, the way the camera's up their ass all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as um. Yes, I, yeah. Nero is not as intense as Cross Ange. Cross Ange. I literally have not seen a show with more intense fan service than Cross Ange. Oh, um, yeah. And oh, I include, God. like, porn in this. Because there's a, di- <laughs> there's, a di- there's a difference between just drawing a sex scene and the inexplicable <laughs> shit that happens in Cross Ange, right? It's mm-hmm, fundamental. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more honest to just draw some people fucking than it is to, oh, we're doing the, the egg titty race, guys, in our mm-hmm. prison that we live in. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, what the yeah, they're like happening? bringing in weird, like almost school anime type a school things festival. in in the prison. Like what? Absolutely unhinged. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I have um, a uh, a couple of videos here that I downloaded. Uh, oh boy, that were on the DVD uh, and were uh, on the Blu-ray. And they have also been helpfully subtitled. Okay. Uh, which um, and I screenshot a few of them. And this is a uh, interview with Fukuda and two other people, like the producer and the director. Uh, you know, important to the um, uh, production of the show. And being interviewed by, I think, the uh, voice actor for Momoka, who's like mm. 19 recording this. And I'm like, man, I got. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I feel. And suddenly, like, just, I feel disgusting. So I'm like, I think the thing that they make these voice actors do uh, in the booth, and you just see uh-huh. the fucking old men being like, oh, we're yeah. really artistically proud uh, of Ugh. the places we push this thing. And I suddenly go, actually, anime was an entire fucking mistake. All mm-hmm. of you go to prison. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Before the recording began, Fakudash told me this show is meant to cause a stir in society. <laughs> it sure did. You succeeded. Good job. <laughs> uh, then he says, what? Then she replies, you said it carries the same message that can be applied to today's society. Um, and Fakudash says, uh, if it's hard to convey to the audience without taking it to a certain level, uh, we should do it. That's our stance. That's right. It's either do it all the way or don't do it at all. Let's be manly. And that's his view on like the extreme stuff in the show, which I feel <laughs> is a little at odds with the themes of the show (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i I don't know how much he actually had to do with the themes of the show i don't know i i I don't maybe i'm just deciding to but like i I think he just made his dumb mech show and somebody else was like well we could probably do something no 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 no. he's like this is a whole speech where he's like Basically, I feel the dirtiness or roughness of manga has been diluted lately, and I wanted to focus on stuff like that. Here's the reason why I had to do it. It offers you a hint for how to live. It tells you what's really important in life. You can't mature unless you accept the evil of people instead of only believing in people's kindness. I wanted to challenge myself with it. In that sense, it was rough and tough. So, like, the extremity of, like, the abuse in is, a, like, a core thematic point in this interview Jesus. that he's like, I really want to talk specifically to it. And I'm like, well, then why did you put in the other, like... <laughs> Why is he falling on a pussy then? That's got nothing to do with like the egg titty race is a core thematic point. <laughs> I I get it if you're like oh the bit where the like uh, you know the, the the lesbian threesome in the in the prison uh, when none of them kind of want to be there because they're all in this like weird abuse gang that makes sense within the genre and within the things they're trying to say. Uh, but the rest of it you just draw some pussy. You just you just drawing the naked girls. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you are full of shit, mm-hmm. my dude. Why are they? Why do they have that freaking outfit? They have like Why do they have the several outfit? different outfits that are all equally as ludicrous. It never comes up. There's never an explanation for like why they need to be naked to like lewd, you know, to uh, yeah. load yeah. up with the energy or what. It doesn't never happen. They're just naked all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so between that and the him like everyone yelling at him on Twitter for the way he ruined the show is very funny to me. <laughs> uh, he's still my enemy. It's so funny. <clears throat> uh yeah no i had a i mostly had a good time but um like i say came away like mm-hmm. god damn it dude uh i th- i want to talk a little bit more yeah, about we, the we norma go, stuff toward the course. end go ahead um because i think it um 
it's like it's part of the reason why I find the show baffling because it because I've mentioned it a little earlier because but because it's so like uncompromising it makes it actually like like I, I keep thinking about things about the show that I I'm like what the, oh that's actually like that's that's better than it has any right to be like crap come on uh, <laughs> um like um uh like I um the mana is um so explicit about like anyone who has mana is like inherently like because they have mana are part of the society they are doing violence to the normas uh they are like hurting people um even momoka who um is like by far the most like pro norma mana haver is still like there's that scene where um um embryo starts controlling people who have mana that's like, so sick it. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like like suddenly there's just like there's all these people around they just all start speaking at once like their eyes go empty and they start speaking at once um uh with his voice and like he's his uh his face like shows up in a weird screen next to them and it's like holy shit and they're like all like running after her um it is like really like god damn jesus um yeah, and like that- and then they're driving away and momoka is driving the car because you can only drive the car if you have mana um and and then suddenly she like turns around and i'm just like are you okay and she starts speaking in embryo's voice and you're like fuck <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that um, bit's really good. And then like she's using tremendous. her like anti-mana powers to do dis- disactivate like it. Like she like breaks it, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That bit was really cool because I was like, man, that, that's so sick. Like that was another one of the like sudden massive shifts. It's like, oh, now it's about like this like uh, hive mind situation. Uh, it's literally just like the Matrix is a system, Neo. That system is our enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you're inside, what do you see? Businessmen, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like lawyers, carpenters. The very well, minds of the people we are trying to save. <laughs> But there was a while where I was like, ah, oh, this, this this has a little bit because you be on that phone energy. Like part of what mana is, is what's it's connecting people. And they're like they have like their screens and phone calls and such. But the like I was thinking about it, I was like, well, like, you know what? It's actually true. Owning a smartphone in real life is inherently like a violent action. Yeah, it's like it's like because of what like the way that like these things are made, they're like you know have there's exploitation all the way down right. like this is obviously not an intentional well, i don't think it's an intentional thing i can never know um, no but like the construction but, of the metaphor is like it's not the kojima thing where the cell phone is a handcuff uh mm-hmm. it's God, because jesus christ yeah. because it's an energy source it's much more about like there there is an exploitation that uh underpins the convenience of modern technology exactly uh, yeah exactly. and that's the thing you're buying into and um, it's because it's so like like I said, uncompromising that I can I can keep making these sorts of connections. I'm like, oh man, smarter than it should be. Yeah, there are deaths. Kind are of by accident. <laughs> yeah, and then then that that's why like tough stuff hurts so much because I was like, there are things mm-hmm. in here that are considered uh, and and um, real like really good, just like really spicy energy, good mecha stuff. Uh, yeah. Dealing in spaces where I'm like, I've seen these themes before, but this is pushing them further in ways that I find really interesting. Um, yeah, totally. And it's very exciting. Like I said, like they, 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 the end of Evangelion thing is like a half episode like plot between <laughs> two other, like, like in the middle of it doing Turn A and Madoka at the same time. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy to me. Um, and that's really exciting. Uh, 
and so like the the pivot to it being all about uh tusk is just such a fucking shame because um yeah god uh i do think the mana stuff is like really good mm-hmm. especially in in con- comparison to um gundam seed where i don't know what coordinators are i don't know why they're bad i don't know what's happening I've no, you've explained nothing to me and are I they bad maybe probably i think they're i have no idea who knows who knows Hot, uh whereas here it's like okay he this is what mana gets you mana gets you like the internet uh and mm-hmm. also a few like magical things but it's very clearly a metaphor for the yeah. conveniences of modern technology uh the conveniences of modern technology are built on not just exploitation but like exploitation of um like it's, it's the the dragon at the heart of the world so there's like an it's like it's not yeah. quite an indigenous people right but there is definitely that that part of the metaphor here of like yeah. a modern city like western style city was built on the like destruction of the nature that was here before mm-hmm. um yep and so that's just like right there in, in your face as, it, as it's talking about it uh and I'm like this is just like remarkably clear-eyed about this stuff um, yeah and then ultimately it's about like fuck those people <laughs> everyone yep. who lived in yeah, that city yeah, can get exactly. fucked <laughs> uh but but from a lens that i'm like i don't really i don't necessarily agree that like fuck those people because i'm going to go to my like uh outer heaven for uh (laughs) outer heaven for uh like lesbian prisoners which fair enough yeah Yeah. (laughs) it just has a libertarian bent that i'm like okay but whatever you you do you Ange. Mm -hmm. uh which is good fun i guess there's also oh my god i just remembered the scene um with Anj and her sister, um, where she <laughs> convinces her that what was it exactly? It was like uh, she like her, her sister. The reason that she can't walk is because she's so reliant on mana or something like that. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember thinking it was completely ludicrous. This is one of the things that the one of the uh, worst uh, moments of the show, I think, outside, yeah. outside of the, the Tusk stuff, which is you know been addressed. But one yeah. of the other like parts of like the themes really falling down is like uh, her sister is the like Euphemia uh, precious type who is revealed mm-hmm. halfway through to be a uh, knife wielding uh, you know racist. <laughs> uh, super evil sicko and you're like yes let's go uh then she spends like the next eight episodes constantly whipping the other lady who was like mm-hmm. a dragon spy yeah. you thought at the start with a villain but she was actually like a spy for the other good guys and you're like damn mm-hmm. a lot going on here uh but she's just like whipping her really evilly and violently uh yeah, and also horribly totally. obviously uh <laughs> for uh, for many many episodes um and uh aunt comes in and is like you you know you can actually walk. You're just too much of a coward and rely on manner. And then she is able to run away, and she's like, "Fuck you! I'll never talk to you again." I'm like, "Damn, cold." Yeah. Um, I mean, for where- one, good you, good for saying "fuck you," but also you didn't need to be so like disabled people are like the <laughs> yeah. weakness of society that can't because it's tied to the metaphor of like she wants she literally wants her the society she represents to stand on their own. That's like she says mm-hmm. that, and she's like, "You must." I would not personally use disabled people as a metaphor for this, for Kuda. Yeah, personally, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I find that absolutely fucking reprehensible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and here's, here's the part where I reveal, he's done this before. <laughs> um, now, uh, I also recently, uh, unrelated to this podcast, I watched um, Future Grand Prix Simon Formula. Yeah. Which I won't talk about here. Uh, I mostly really like that show. Uh it's really good. And in fact, the episodes I'm about to talk about, I also really like. But there is a character in that show who 
is in a wheelchair but can actually walk and needs to believe in themselves to be able to walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much better Ma'am. there. They make a key change, which is that first of all, she's not a fucked up sicko, super yeah. <laughs> racist. Um, uh, but the other change is like she knows she can walk, which is yeah. ma- like it's still loaded. But the fact that the character always like. The character yeah. has been told by doctors that she can try, like she should start trying. And it is much about how like she's scared to move into a new phase that she didn't prepare for. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still loaded and, and problematic in ways. I'm like, ah, the, the cross edge thing reframes it as like, oh, you've got a fucking problem about disability. Okay. <laughs> uh, but in, in, in cyber formula itself, it, it is, is like a loaded and problematic, mostly one intentioned bit. I would describe it as. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, seeing the cross stuff is like, oh, I, I guess this is just a focus that just didn't come up in Gundam Seed. Is like, you think that wheelchair people could stand, that should probably stand <laughs> up and they'd be happier? Which, okay, dude, whatever you say, man. Uh, yeah, God, counter blessings that they didn't show up in Gundam Seed. <laughs> Jesus. It's a, it's a good thing that never happened in Seed, unless we're about to in the next 10 weeks. Oh, God, yeah, we might just be so hoisted. Ugh. Uh, get a, a wheelchair. I don't think we will. I think uh, Gundam Seed is yeah. done introducing characters. I hope. Uh, it like first Gundam Seed. We hadn't even seen the like oh, the sicko, sicko guys yet. You know what? That's right. They probably could totally introduce a whole bunch yeah. of brand new guys because obvious. You know what? You're right. There are going to be new guys because uh, Shin has to realize that Durandal's evil and go on Kira's team so that all the boys can be like, we are going to stop Durandal. Um. That'll, that'll no, happen. it's okay. Kira's dead. Uh, that's not going to happen. Oh, right. Yeah. Kira's dead. Right. Shit. I forgot that Kira is currently dead. <laughs> forgot that's where we broke off. Uh, and then we'll have that we are currently on the cliffhanger of Kira's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's not coming back. There's no way. Why would he do that? I There's no like, precedent. <laughs> I haven't even thought. For a second, I would never even think to even believe for a moment that Kira would die to the point of coming <laughs> on this podcast. Technically, the same podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting <laughs> That's <everything true>. confused. <laughs> That's the thing with like, if anybody else had done this whole bit with Tusk, I would, I so 100% would have believed that he was making fun of Fukuda and Kira Yamato. <laughs> like, right. like, absolutely like most mean spirited possible, like this fucking guy. <laughs> but, but because it like, it is, it's the same guy. He just does this. He's just nice. And he's so nice that she wanted my dick and not yours oh my god and you're right it, it totally reads as parody but like at the end of the super serious mega show this intolerable mm-hmm. guy would start yelling about how i fucked up first like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like if someone saw the sayaga stuff and was like i'm gonna destroy this man <laughs> <laughs> yep oh god yeah no but um it was weird how at the end of the day I was like disappointed by how it all, all went for how much I genuinely did really like a lot of this mm-hmm. fucking crazy show because uh, yeah. I know I know that like the show is not popular <laughs> <laughs> like so there are pop there are recommended reviews at the top but that's also like yeah. uh, people who are going to review a show are usually the ones that like it <laughs> that's true yeah um, every time I've seen it discussed I've seen it discussed as like a kind of controversial Sunrise Mecha show which yeah I get uh, every single <laughs> every single mecha shot is just a Gundam seed shot that's been CG traced over yeah yeah there's that video you sent uh, me to 
send to everyone um of <laughs> the, the fucking intros that are just like you watch they're just the same they're doing exactly the same thing again like uh, what there Why? are bits in that intro that are like that video specifically misses there's like the bit where they're all walking towards the camera that's just the walking towards the camera sundown mm-hmm. shot that's like the one you know actually the one where uh, kigali's in the same costume as the cross Island people wear all the time <laughs> the, yep. the the OP is genuinely feels like a shitpost because I don't think there's a single shot that you can't draw a parallel to uh, something in a, a seed or seed destiny opening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is every single cut. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like how, how does that, how, how does that happen, man? Did they like, was it intentional? Were they like, we're going to have a I mean, he did it on purpose. The... I think he just I liked guess. this. I mean, yeah. Whoa. Weird. uh yeah so uh how much else do you have because i thought like that's been about an hour or so of cross edge talk <laughs> uh i feel like i've dominated uh, so I'm, I'm apologies for that oh no 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 you're good um do i have anything else i was gonna write a list of topics but then i didn't um that's i think fine. i've hit all the stuff uh there's a oh yeah there's a, a really weird sense i got of about tusk of how how he um he's like strangely in the position of a lot of female love interests in other shows of existing entirely through Ange, like he he is only a character through his relationship with Ange, essentially and like I, I this is not really a fully formed thought but i thought it was like it was strange to see um uh like a, a male character in a Fukuda show doing that. <laughs> until episode 23, like until the point where he takes over the show and is like the super strong one who can actually fix it. Like he becomes real Kira. Uh, yeah. Until that point, you're completely right in that he like is around. He helps out occasionally. All of his mm-hmm. motivations relate to uh, Anj. And then his eventual like death uh, is purely exists to like change Anj's own emotional states. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, until they bring him back, that is like, yes, he is absolutely treated like a female character in the sense of, um, not because, you know, I'm not saying that's how women should be written. Uh, I'm obviously saying that uh, the kind of dismissive ways that, that people yeah, write, yeah, yeah, write exactly, women exactly. are applied to Tusk in many ways, uh, except uh, they're not always, you know, f- falling in um, Anja's uh, mm-hmm, crush like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if all female lover interests went Kira mode at the end of the show? <laughs> If, if in another show like three episodes from the end some random like uh, the woman who's just kind of there occasionally just took over the show and started mm-hmm. yelling at the villain yeah it'd be better it'd be better it would be better <laughs> uh, anyway the important thing is that hilda did nothing wrong yes so true so true uh hilda Love the mvp her. um oh, the, the, man we mentioned it already but that scene where she goes back and meets her family it's really it's genuinely one of the best bits of the show. It's like really heartbreaking. Moving. It's yeah, it's, it's actually so like really rough. Good. Like she she's like she, like we basically the entire time we've seen her so far, she's been like a like really tough and like controlling and has to like be like you know, completely like the one in charge. She's like the most anti Ange of all the ones. She's um, tried to kill Ange multiple know. times. <laughs> yeah, she has, yep. Um and has kind of sicked her harem on her too um uh but then like they they have to break out together and it's um uh like a kind of like you know enemies working together sort of thing 
Um, but then we see her in this just like she's goes back to childhood. She like breaks into a clothing shop and gets a dress that's exactly like the one she wore when she was a kid. Uh, <laughs> and, and comes back and her mother doesn't recognize her. Uh, she thinks that she's uh, one of her daughter's friends. And it's not until said daughter comes home. And we realize, oh, no, this is a, she's replaced her with a new red haired child named Hilda. Um, and then her mom goes full mask off and is just like, no, you're not like you. I was I had finally moved on and then you showed up and ruined everything, like completely blaming her for um, uh, blaming Hilda for like coming back and not like herself for not fighting hard enough or like is is so like oh my god brutal uh yeah i think it's the stuff where like the show's metaphor is at its best of like for uh, sure like these women are rejected they're like considered to be subhuman um Mm -hmm. and they spend their time over the first like seven episodes refusing to like form bonds in the prison or when they do they're like abusive and tainted bonds Yeah, yeah uh because they're climbing over each other to try to get out exactly uh, and so the sense of like oh no they get out and they can't go home they're only like uh, home as each other mm-hmm. is really good and i think it's like yeah. really kind of understated uh, and I the think- same thing happens to orange too in that same yes. episode not like quite to the same degree but like well, she, actually, she's one of her old significantly friends. higher degree uh, uh, yeah i guess that's true <laughs> but, uh, in a much more like corny ridiculous over the top way of the show being yeah. extreme for no like being yeah, yeah, out yeah. the edge Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. as she's like sent to be hung naked as the entire yep. citizenry yell at her for being disgusting yep. um and you're like guys i think the scene on the the quiet scene in the house was a lot better <laughs> <laughs> yep 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 uh but the sense of like these are the the things that these, these women have to have to deal with and they were conditioned to or not even conditioned like they thought that by throwing the other women under the bus they could be the ones to escape uh and realizing that they actually have to like form bonds with each other uh and mm-hmm. uh, do a revolution is really good yeah. i think that's stuff's yep. really good yeah yeah uh, there's great. enough of it in the ending that i'm like it's still kind of what the show's about but like i so, said yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> hard yeah, to really have takes over. <laughs> it's really hard to have that uh <laughs> 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 can't really do that while the, the guy's yelling about how massive his dick is the entire time mm-hmm. in your ear and you're like mm-hmm. shut up i'm watching a show here <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's really funny. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that's Cross Sand. What a stupid yep. fucking show. Yeah, uh, I love it. I I really do like it quite a lot, even though it's very stupid at times. Uh, yes. Uh, I'm kind of sa- I'm kind of sad that I watched because the world in which we watched this two episodes at a time for GGP, which which was gonna happen Woo. by the way, uh, that uh, was on the table for next season. Uh, if only. And then we got too far into Destiny, and I was like, I'm never watching anything Fukuda's ever done again. Uh, and then I was like, well, now that I've finished it, I should watch the first episode just to see how bad it is. Uh, mm-hmm. and, then, and then was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the arc of how like I reversed on that twice. Yeah, um, yeah. And then watched fucking Cyber Formula, which is really good. So apparently there's no logic here at all. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, that the world in which we went from, we, we had gone, we would have gone through this in order would have been absolutely crazy because we'd have gone from like <laughs> i'm looking at how they work all-time great episode of ggp when you hit that <laughs> the switch <laughs> we'd have had we'd have had one episode that would have been the the, the trip home uh both of those episodes and she like escapes mm-hmm. the gallows then we'd have had the uh uh big fight uh, yeah. uh at arsenal 
and the um like mm-hmm. Vilkas reveal of the other mode, yeah, yeah, and uh, no, no, Nero mode would be the next one. Uh, that's true. The, that's next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because uh, then God. the week after would be uh, Arsenal is attacked and they go to the yes. far future. Yeah. Uh, yep. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I did fuck up. If we had covered this week to week, it, it, we'd have been. I don't think anything would have been worse on GGP <laughs> than getting episodes 22 and 23 together at the same time. Uh, I feel like we'd have been so fucking mad. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was already mad watching it, but imagine hitting that. I was like, you know what? This is all right. This isn't too bad. There's like yeah, some really stupid shit. quite a shit. long time and investment, you, you probably would have been talking about all the themes and getting into it. <laughs> we'd have been like, oh, well, I didn't like the insertion of Tusk because that's like, love interests uh the the has less personality than everyone else because specifically it's not just that he's a dude ruining the like lesbian romance of the show it's that he's a complete blank slate nothing character in the way that Kira is he's mm-hmm. fucking boring um yeah if he was a real guy that was cool maybe i would feel differently uh but instead he's i not. was convinced that the relationship with tusk was a fake out even after he came back like until basically the last episode i was so like I you know I just talked myself too much into a, it. Once he came back and there was a montage of them fucking on top of the oh, uh, yeah. thing, I was like, oh, god fucking damn it! Uh, I I I I uh, get a little self denial sometimes on when I really want something. I guess I don't I don't know how um uh, I don't know how they were able to have sex uh, considering they all live in a world in which no one has any genitals. That's um, true. Or nipples. Yep. Because <laughs> they they um, they they constantly are all naked all the time. But so the way to get around the censorship is just to never draw anyone's nipples or dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, well, okay, sure. I, <laughs> I guess I get it as a choice. But come on, guys, ridiculous. Uh, the line that Tusk comes back on is uh, Aj is sitting there moping, and she says. Ugh, you know, if I had known this was going to happen, I would have let him go all the way. And he grabs her shoulders and he's like, really? It's so stupid. Whatsoever. Oof. I take everything that I have said back. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's Fakuda's trick to the millionth degree. I'm so mm-hmm. mad at him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't believe... Just writing a picture of Fakuda and saying, don't believe his lies. <laughs> 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 Leaving that as, as you watch the show. Oh, uh, God. Anyway, um, do you have anything else? Uh, do you want to plug your shit? Uh, yeah, I can plug my stuff. Um, yeah, I'm Luke. I go by Space Drake one on Twitter. Um, I mostly post bullshit. Um, but I also occasionally post about my job, which is uh, I'm making a video game uh, with my brother and a couple other people. Oh, uh, it's called Overthrown. Um, and it is a uh, tactical roguelike cooperative game. Um, and it is still pretty early in development, so we don't really have much to show, but if you want to follow me or look in the plug zone where I will probably post about it some point relatively in the future where we're going to be looking for people to try playing it and playtesting. So, uh, yeah, 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 that's, that's, uh, that's everything. Sick. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, for joining me on this, I did come on the in the DMs like, "Hey, uh, I need so- I, I just need someone. I know you're going to be in GGP soon." Um, uh, and because uh, <laughs> you got the message, you got the message. You didn't even you didn't mention what it was for. You just said, "Hey, there's going to be a recording," and uh, I, I was just like <laughs> posting bullshit. I was like, "Ha! Finally, the Crossage Podcast is here." 
uh what 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 did i no, 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 hang on I'm, I'm gonna look up what happened here mm-hmm. uh, yes because i said uh, i got a surprise proposal uh that i'm reaching out for people for i know you're set to gdp in a few weeks would you be interested in coming by for another recording no worries if not i'll ask someone else as many cross lines people that i would be willing to podcast with mm-hmm. uh so sorry for the short release request but then like i went to bed <laughs> uh <laughs> right after i sent that uh and didn't show up for another like eight hours in the meantime you were like finally the community crosslines podcast begins here <laughs> uh, officially yeah. recognized crosslines sicko i have to maintain my uh <laughs> my my position here <laughs> exactly exactly so thank you so much for coming through this was a great yeah, I had a great time. extremely chaotic beach house this was um, <laughs> if you tell us episode oh, sorry the ggp episode uh <laughs> Because right, this is going up labeled wrong. Um, <laughs> I hope. By the way, I hope everyone enjoyed that bit. I hope everyone enjoyed the fake out at the start of the episode. Um, I, it'll, if you're listening beyond when the episode came out, it'll be labeled correctly. But uh, everyone's yeah. in for a fun time when this comes out. <laughs> no, genuinely, thank you so much. This was great. I had a great time yeah. talking about this. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right, uh, you can find me at Headfalls Off on Twitter.com and on Co-host if uh, that's a place that i'm posting <laughs> i yeah. don't really use it but i will if twitter dies so i have to plug yeah. it um fair enough you can find the other podcasts other than this one at abnormalmapping.com uh you can subscribe at patreon.com uh slash abnormal mapping uh for one dollar a month you get the grand gunner project which is kind of what this podcast is <laughs> a little bit <laughs> we're watching gunner seed you know what having a lot less fun having a lot less fun than <laughs> i've had today being i'm having fun watching gundam seed i'm I have a. I don't know why, but I really like watching it. It sucks so wait, bad. Wait, wait, hang on. Before, <laughs> and now the plug's over. I got, sorry. Uh, yes, that, that's where you are. You can go find us there anyway. Anyway, before we finish, you what? You're having fun? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. But me and my friend watch it every week, and I always look forward to it. It does something stupid and baffling every week, and I <laughs> it cracks I wish, me up. I don't know I why. I wish this could be me, because this is a lot of people in the Discord. They really mm-hmm. enjoy the chaos energy. Uh, yeah. They're really having a good time. Um, yeah. as the stupidest shit happens literally every single it's week. It's so dumb. Oh my god. It's astonishing how dumb it is. As I mean, comes out. I've, 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 uh, I'll probably talk about it a little bit on, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I'm on GGP, but I've developed a huge headcanon uh, that is extremely dumb about how actually Lacus is running this whole thing in the background. So <laughs> She's definitely not. She's, she went oh, to definitely space. Not. She went to space to be like, I have to go to the plant to do some shit that like something has to get done. <laughs> and then didn't show up on screen again yeah, nothing for fucking what? 10 episodes. <laughs> What's she doing? <laughs> Oh, Kira, I have to be on the plot. There's something only I can do. What can you do? Nothing. I'm going to be off screen for a while. She's done mm-hmm. nothing. Her and Wolfhead have done absolutely mm-hmm. fucking nothing. Not They've even showed up. They, we literally have freaking Athrun and Shin in the plants right now. Were they in Gibraltar? Maybe? I don't remember, actually. But the, they're just like, there's action happening in the plants that Lacus is just not involved in, even though she's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Athrun and Shin are currently in Gibraltar. Uh, they are not, they've not gone back to space yet. I assume they will, because they have cut back to the plants a couple times, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a massive fuck-off space colony laser there. Because they're, yes, yeah, they're always... Because yep. why have another idea? What? <laughs> oh, it's two-thirds of the way through a Gundam show, someone's building a colony laser. Like, All right, but what if the colony laser was activated by singing? You know what? That's a way better idea. What <laughs> it would have been better. What if it was fucking and that's Macross? Why. Cross on Rondo of Angel and Dragon. No, Macross. Watch Macross Frontier or something. I, don't, no, I haven't fuck. seen that one. <laughs> that's true. But I, I assume I assume Macross Frontier has the like girls hanging out and mech fight stuff. Uh, better. Well, 
yeah, I'm gonna say better than Crossland. Like let's say, I don't think it'll yeah. go as far thematically with the things that make Crossland mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, but it also won't betray you and leave you for dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Everyone I know yep. who likes Smackers Frontier says it's just a great fun show with fun characters. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Yep. Uh, uh, we'll be back in a week with another GGP. Me and Em will be back for that. Um, and there'll be another beach house on Sky. This hasn't replaced the Armor oh Goddess beach house. So that's still happening next month. Yes. Uh, I just did this. I don't know why. I just did it. <laughs> don't ask me to explain things. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised. I always figured. I don't know why, but I figured M would be the one to watch Cross Orange, not you. Uh, I understand kind of why. Me. I understand why you say that because of the sort of online thing. Uh, but no, this is absolutely <laughs> a me thing to do. M will, would never in a million years watch Cross Orange yeah, unprompted. Yeah. Uh, I understand, I understand how from the outside the confusion, but I can confirm this, this was always how it was going to go. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, goodbye. Thank you goodbye. for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>